Hi, this is Claire from Come Back Brighter. You're listening to my podcast about healing after narcissistic abuse. Welcome. Hi, this is Claire from Come Back Brighter. Something I want to talk to you about today, I've never actually shared before on a video, which I find amazing, um, because so much of my focus has been on my narcissistic parents. But what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share with you my experience with a narcissistic ex of mine. And I actually believe the whole reason why I got involved with him was because of the abuse that I'd gone through as a child. So here's the story. Uh, I met this guy when I was 20. And I met him because we worked in the same place and we had slightly different jobs. And what happened was he did the, the usual love bombing of a narcissist. I would come in every day and there would be a, a gift on my desk. And it could be something just like a mug or, I don't know, some sweets or something, just a little something. But I felt deeply uncomfortable about it. It was It, it almost felt like... He was a stalker. It was too much. I realised afterwards, and I realise now looking back, but at the time, I was charmed by it. I was charmed by how attentive he was to me, okay? And then there was an occasion when he went away for the day to a conference, and he sent the biggest bouquet of flowers to the office. And everyone was umming and ahhing over them. And I, I put them on a vase on my desk. And everybody that walked past was asking me about them. And I had to explain every time who they were from. And they were like, oh, that's so sweet. Now, looking back, I realized that this was his very public way of saying she's taken. Because actually, uh, some other guys had asked me out in the in the warehouse where I worked. So he, I think he felt threatened. So he, he wanted to make sure that even though he wasn't there for the day, there was an obvious sign that he was, you know, he was like marking his territory, right? You know, like a dog wheeze on everything. Since I get this a lot with narcissists, it's a disgusting image, but it's what I get, is that they, they have to like wee on everything just to go like, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine just to be like no one else can have it not that he wanted me necessarily but it was that he didn't he want didn't want anybody else to have me okay so that I was a bit uncomfortable about that I thought it was quite sweet but also thought it was quite strange because he was only gone for a day and I don't think it was an even an overnight so he was just away from work that day and then back to work again the next day but anyway so in the usual whirlwind of relationship with a narcissist, I moved in with him very quickly, very quickly. I think it was like, I don't know, less than a month. I mean, this is a few years ago now. So <laughs> forgive me if I can't remember all the details. But I moved in with him very quickly. And I, I found it really strange that he'd been married. He was only, pre, only just divorced, but that his ex-wife had just like dropped off the planet. She'd completely disappeared. And he only ever had bad things to say about her. So there was like 
and she was the, the state of her mental health and all this kind of thing. So I was spoon fed this story about his ex-wife and I believed it because I didn't know her. I didn't know anybody that knew her. It's none of my business anyway. Um, but I, I was spoon fed all this stuff about her to the extent that I thought, well, if she was that bad, why did you marry her? Okay. And then there was also this whole story. He had a son, the whole story about what happened with the mother of his son. And this is something that I pieced together bit by bit. So I became like a, like an investigator. I wanted to know what the situation was there. He was still in contact with his son, saw him every weekend. And apparently, as he told me, I don't think he told me when he was sober. He'd kicked her out when she was pregnant. So that should have been really a red flag. And really a red flag that he told me that when he was drunk. So it didn't fit with all this whole image, okay? He also told me that she got involved with abusive and violent men. So there's this whole thing about his new stepdad and all these questions about this guy. And again, the red flag should have gone off because if she was getting involved with abusive and violent men, then what was he? Because she'd been involved with him. So he was stifling. As soon as I moved in, that was it. He could relax, right? He had me where he wanted me. I hadn't moved far, fortunately, but I'd moved from my parents, okay? So, uh, so this continued for a while, and I, and I wanted to see a friend of mine. And he said, he kept on nagging me. First of all, he was like in a really bad mood that I was seeing this friend. And if I asked him what was wrong, he wouldn't tell me what the problem was. And, and he just kept on, you know, just really bad atmosphere. So I thought, well, uh, I'll tell him where we're going to go. He wants to know. So I'll just tell him. So I told him this place that we were going to go. And then as soon as I met my friend, I said, we're not going there. That's we're not going. That's not where we're going. We'll go to every other pub in this town other than going to that one place because I didn't want to be controlled I wanted to be able to do what I, I didn't want to have to give a kind of schedule of the places that we were going to go to it was just going to go for a couple of drinks and then maybe we'd go somewhere else for a couple of drinks and see what happened it was just a night out I was you know so we went to all these different places and when I got back he was absolutely furious the first thing he said to me when I walked through the door was, I phoned your mum and she's coming to get you in half an hour. You better get all your stuff together. And I was like, oh, my God, what? What? What does he what's this all about? What does he think he's discovered about me to to have such a reaction like this? And it transpired. He'd gone down to the pub where I said I was and realizing I was not there. He would got really, really angry, probably had a couple of drinks because he was not good when he'd had a couple of drinks and that was what resulted I don't know how the situation turned I don't know how I managed to pacify him but somehow it turned around my mum he hadn't called my mum my mum wasn't coming it was all just purely scare tactics that's all it was was scare tactics and from then I was so worried about uh, spending time with friends or my family that I would feel like I'd have to do him a nice meal and kind of butter him up a bit to to ask him if I could do these things so what else did he do he convinced me to sell my car so we would only have one car 
which was his car. So effectively, I had to have his permission to use the car to go anywhere. Uh, and what else? Hmm. I, the straw that broke the camel's back. This was the thing that just absolutely blew it for me. Was he? I don't. He he was okay as long as he didn't have a drink. If he had a drink, or if he was still like the next day, it was still in his system. He was like he was vile. I remember we went on holiday, and he spent the whole of the holiday sleeping in the car because apparently I'd done something wrong all the time. I had to be punished for it. So um, the final straw came when I wasn't feeling very well and I phoned my parents and told them I wasn't feeling very well. My dad offered to come and pick me up and let me spend the day with them so they could look after me. And uh, he went to work and I phoned him at work and said that's what I was doing so he wouldn't be surprised that I wasn't home. And he sent me a message and it said, he said, it's all a conspiracy against me. It's like, you what? <laughs> a conspiracy against you. Okay, where's this coming from? I'm not feeling very well and my parents are picking me up. And so my parents picked me up. Um, we'd gotten engaged, but I had no intention of ever marrying him. I put the engagement ring on the table and I went to get my cat because we both had a cat each. And both the cats were cuddled up in the laundry basket together and I couldn't I couldn't separate them. So he had the cats, which was very sad. And apparently he rushed home from work that day to see not because to see if I'd left or see if he could win me back, but um, to see whether or not I'd taken the cats with me. So that was that. But things have definitely been escalating. He was very angry very very angry um he got to the stage where he was like throwing mobile phones against the walls and he like punched a hole in the wall once when we were having an argument oh god it was awful but why am I telling you all this I'm telling you all this because I would go back and have that experience again strange I also went out of the frying pan into the fire so I moved back in with my parents again after living with him which was <laughs> another story but anyway so um I do it all again because he taught me what I don't want in a relationship he taught me exactly what I don't want I didn't ever want to be in that situation again and I never I never have been in that situation again because I just wouldn't tolerate it and the other thing as well is I wouldn't I would listen to those first red flags when he was like love bombing me to know that that's not a good start of a relationship. This is not how this is supposed to be. So I just wanted to share that with you as well, because, because I talk so much about having narcissistic partners and friends and all the rest of it, but I don't actually, don't actually share my stories about my experiences with these people. And I think it's important for people to understand Really that, you know, if you've grown up with narcissistic abuse in the family, if you have a narcissistic parent, then the chances are that you will have narcissistic partners and narcissistic friends too. And they can have a devastating impact on your life as well. I mean, at the time, there's no way I would say that I would have repeat that relationship again if I had my time again, um, because it was awful. It was absolutely awful. 
but part of me also feels like a little tiny little bit of uh, sadness for my mum because I think this is what she endures with my dad but she makes the choice to continue with him and and that's it she makes her choice so there's nothing I can do about it so that's what I'm sharing with you today and I hope this helps you understand that that I, I do believe that we go through these experiences and we can choose whether or not we we learn from it or we just beat ourselves up for it and I could have beaten myself up about that I could have um you know been horrible to myself about what I went through and called myself stupid for falling for it and all the rest of it but instead I chose to learn from it and I think this is what this is all about and I did learn from it because I had never had a relationship like that since so I hope this helps you take care bye